What's up? Welcome to Workers Comp. This is a podcast that is going to be airing every Thursday. We're missing somebody. We're missing a camera. Yeah. He's there in spirit. Spirit, he is here. Party too damn hard. It's his own fault. Can't handle the alcohol. Can't handle his. Can't handle anything. So uh, we're going to go around and introduce ourselves real quick. Uh, kind of give a rundown of what this podcast is going to be. First off, we all work together. Uh, we, we took the conversations from the back room, put it on the internet, seeing what we can do with it. Should be pretty entertaining. We got a pretty sweet setup here. Shout out Eddie over here for letting us use his place. Yo, yo, yo. He's <laughs> going through it. All right. Well, um, I'm Presley. I do a lot of the technological work here. That's pretty much my job with the podcast. Uh, I want to live a little brand. Move it over. I'll pass it over to G right across. What's up? Me. What's up? I'm G. Uh, my name is Gilberto. Uh, I'm an alcoholic. Uh, yeah, you know, we'll talk more about that uh, throughout the podcast and, like, other episodes and stuff like that. And I like to party a whole lot. He's also the only single person in the group. Yeah. Yo, uh, yo, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Eddie. Um, known these guys for a little bit. G, longer than Presley. Um, but I guess I will be the guy that kind of does all the research on some of the stuff that we talk about So uh, and bring it to the table. Um, so, yeah. No, we'll, let, we'll let the other guy introduce himself next week we, we, we don't need to do, we don't need to carry him yeah he can do his own work yeah, um you already carry him enough typically <laughs> if you're watching the video side of this typically we're gonna have two cameras set up where it looks a little better than the, the view we got right now but uh somebody can't bring stuff to these meetings yeah yeah I mean, it's it's, <laughs> it's a consistent problem. It's a cons- it's a problem. But one thing or another. You're you're one to talk about problems, buddy. Man, drinking tastes good, bro. Like <laughs> alcohol just tastes good, man. You, you just, y'all just don't get it that it just it's good and it makes you feel good. The idea of this podcast, though, is we're gonna we're gonna come on here and do a little clean up to do it talk about whatever we need to talk about for the start then we're gonna have did we decide on two or three topics to talk about three topics episode? we're gonna go three, three topics. topics yeah they're gonna be world changing political topics probably yeah even though we said we're gonna try to stay away from politics um, i mean not 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 really they're not they're not world changing like a People can take them as they want. You know, yeah. they're, they're not really going to be about politics. These are all our our opinions. Like, yeah. you can either take it or leave it. You can get pissed about it. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, if you get if you get offended easily, or you you don't like like our language, the way we talk, or what our topics, you can always just change the channel. Or do no, something you can't. Else. You got to watch all. You can just just mute it. Don't listen to us. No, what I'd rather <laughs> you do is watch the whole video and then leave some hate comment and do whatever you want because that doesn't matter to us it just helps us that's all it does yeah yeah yeah, you're yeah you're right or if you want to discuss another topic hey give us some feed we'll we'll always take some of that you know yeah we're we're planning some guests out you know we're just trying to get the thing off the ground right now yeah Um, yeah hopefully we could actually be consistent in meeting every week 
It, we, it feels like people are more comfortable on the mics this time. We ran a first one, decided it was just not, not it. So we scrapped it. We're rerunning week one. Uh, yeah. We got our. Yeah. We, how many topics we got today? Yeah. We have all three today. We just had them three. I have two. You have, have two. Two topics. Which ones did you go with? Uh, well, I have one about uh, you know the the vehicles in the U.S. versus over in Europe. And then you have the electric versus... Yeah. Okay, and then we decided that we're going to go... So do we want to save one of those for next week? And then talk about... Because we have four, I guess, technically, because we said we were also going to talk about the credit system and the way that works. And we also were talking about college, right? We were talking about college. I I didn't... I I thought we were going to talk about um, the Bitcoin, Bitcoin and crypto... World? Yeah. So do we want to do... I mean, we, we can we can do the, these two another day. Should we should we wait for Dakota for those? Yeah, let's wait to, for Dakota. Yeah. Okay. So we could we'll just do the two. We'll do the the crypto world. We'll do the education system, and or do y'all want to do? Yeah, we'll do all. We'll we'll make next week's topics all cars. That's what we'll do. So we'll okay. run these three this week. Sorry guys. All all of his hard research and work yeah. feels like down the drain yeah oh. no 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 for sure not because i i could totally go touch up some more yeah just um soundboard eddie's our soundboard guy uh i i can definitely do some more uh research on it that way it's just too good to be true um but yeah yeah, let, let's do that. Let's get Dakota in, and uh, hopefully he doesn't get stupid drunk <laughs> before and miss out on it again. But yeah, let's wait on him. I think that's a great idea. All right, all right. All right. All right. That, that'll be the plan. So, which which topic y'all want to jump into first? Mm. Do y'all want to jump straight into the Bitcoin, the crypto? Let's do it. Let's do, let's do Bitcoin and crypto. Yeah, let's do. Uh, so if y'all, if y'all haven't, if nobody's kept up with it, um, look how professional we look. We all got computers. If, if nobody's been keeping up with it, like the, our viewers or whatever, uh, like recently in the past month or two, uh, crypto's really gotten like Bitcoin's been being hit. Um, all the other all the other coins are like everybody's everything's going down. But, you know, on the other end, people are saying, you know, this is the time to buy. I'm not telling anybody to buy. I'm still kind of gray on the whole subject. Because how far it's, it's dropped. I mean, it's, it's dropped tremendously. It's insane because, okay, since our, our peak, our peak since November 8th of 2021, it has dropped. And it has kept dropping. And it's kind of plateaued to about April first. Uh, let me let me go back. It was it was sixty six sixty seven thousand seven hundred seven dollars and thirty three cents November 9, twenty twenty one, and then it kind of drops and plateaus and raises here and there. But then it it starts to go back down. On April first, twenty twenty two, it's at forty six thousand one hundred sixty three dollars and sixty seven cents. And today, well, 
It's two days behind. It is at $21,171.25. So, yeah, I mean, the whole... And I'm pretty sure... It, I, I'm pretty sure I've read where it's gotten lower than that. I want to say it got down to 18000 I think it did, yeah. I just don't... There it is, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there, there it dropped. So... Saturday or June eighteenth at three PM and dropped down to seventeen thousand six hundred nine dollars. So yeah, I mean if you were able to buy, you know, ten Bitcoin, you're talking hundred and eighty or hundred and seventy, hundred and eighty grand, you would probably have made pretty good money if yeah, if you would have bought at the lowest peak. 17 to 20, I mean, that's that's 30 grand, I would say, right? So I, I think my biggest deal is is that you have a lot of people, I did it, you know, like yeah. just jumping into these cryptocurrencies without really knowing anything about them. And that's what they want. They, and all that does is, yeah, I mean, being being completely real, the number of people that are extremely successful trading in the stock market, whether that be cryptocurrency or regular stocks, they know what they're doing. Uh, they're investing in the right things, and they know they know how the trends work. And you know, your average guy uh, is just not—they're they're not going to know how to do it. So you're you're putting you're putting a lot of stock into something that one you're never probably going to be able to get a full Bitcoin at right. all, if you're like you know me and you. Mm-hmm. And uh, all it's going to do, you know, it's kind of peaked. Like looking at that chart right now, like what. What in that chart tells you it's ever going to get back to where it was back in what like March twenty twenty one? Well, and, and this is and this is where you got to look. I mean, you'll find uh, people that'll tell you. Uh, let me see. I mean, they say they are. They're always saying it's the best time to buy whenever it's at its lowest because it can it can only go up from there. But that's not true because it's it's, true. it's all a it's. It's a fake dollar, bro. Yeah, that's that's what it is. It's, it's you know, and, and let's be real about it. What what really built Bitcoin to get this high? See, I mean, if you look at if you look at a real stock, like if you're gonna invest in a, you know, let's say you invest in Amazon. Okay, obviously, if you're investing in Amazon, there is a reason that that company is gonna move up or down. Obviously, you hold on to that thing for. Yeah, years and it's there's nowhere it can go but up. However, with crypto, there's nothing backing it. There's a real business behind Amazon. There's mm-hmm. no business behind crypto besides other people buying into it or not or selling off. And that just, you know, it's it's just set up for uh, your your average everyday people trying to get into this stuff. It just turns them off. You know something really successful like holding real stock, yeah. like Apple or Google or whatever you want to buy into, and I just see that as a as a huge negative, honestly. Like, like you said, what? So from everything that I personally have seen, I mean, the thing that built Bitcoin to get as high as it did was you know the dark web. You know, you're talking drug trade, you're talking sex trade, you're talking all the stuff that you don't want traced by the american dollar you know if it, it, there's nothing that they, that they can follow behind it and, and there's plenty of shows that'll back this up i mean there was um let me look for it, it was the 
the guy who basically made the dark web what it what it was. Uh, let me show what's going on. I agree on the, on those terms though, because I don't I don't think it's ever gonna go away because of that, like because of the dark web, like they they need a they need a way to exchange that stuff. Yeah, and you can do. Uh, I see a lot of gambling sites and stuff. They they use cryptocurrency because it helps people who are addicted to gambling hide their habit. I mean that's just oh you you spent. $2,000 on Bitcoin. Yeah, I did. They don't know that they spent $2,000 on Bitcoin to switch that to a gambling addiction or to help aid a gambling addiction that they're just continuing to, to bet. And yeah. Yeah, you know, it's just stuff like that. The exact what y'all are saying is that, like, it, it's it's less traceable, uh, whether that be legal with the government or if that's with family, like hiding shit from family. But also, there wasn't a tax rate on it either. You know, if I was to buy something for you from you, you know, being if it's illegal or not, there's no taxes on that. Yeah. And if, and if anybody knows anything, like taxes take up a big chunk of what you're paying for. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you spend you know five hundred dollars on something, you're going to be spending a hundred something dollars on taxes because yeah. Uncle Sam wants his cut, even though you know we already paid him. What our, what is it? Is it eight percent? Is that right? Ours is, yeah. Because I, I bought the PS5. It was 550 after tax or before tax, and it, it got up to like 595 yeah. so $45 would make an 8%, right, yeah. sales? Yeah, but and, and that just sucks because, you know, we already pay our taxes when we get our check. We pay, you know, three different taxes there. We I actually taxed I saw, everywhere. We get taxed everywhere. I saw it was a tweet, and it was like, what's the biggest scam that you've ever fallen for? And it was like... Yeah. Paying taxes with our already tax dollar that we yeah. make to buy tax stuff is just like taxes on everything, man. I'm gonna see if I can find this tweet. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely not fair to us poor people. I mean, you know, think of it what you want, but there's only two people in this world. There's rich and poor. Yeah, there's rich. There's no in between. There's yeah, no middle class. That was, that was taken away a long time ago. Yep. I won't say who took it away, but that's what happens. Um, and when he said when he says poor, obviously he means relative, like all relative to what we're speaking to. We're not talking about like we're not by any means homeless or anything. Like, well, could be. I'm saying mean us specifically. How do you it's know that I'm not homeless? Because we're sitting in your home. How do you know this is my home? <laughs> Eddie's got Eddie, I'm trying to get us not canceled. <laughs> I mean, I could be uh, squatting here in this house. Who knows? This could be a, a B&B and I'm just like hanging out here because I know no one's here. I'm just kidding. No, this is my house. Is it though? Or is it the bank? <laughs> That's the whole thing. Who owns what? What owns who? Yeah, but uh, like, what do you, what do you think is gonna go? What, what do you think? What do you think crypto is gonna be in like a year or two? No one knows. Yeah, that's the that's problem. A, is that you know you can look at like let's, let's see. I go back to my example. You can look at 
Amazon or Apple and say, hey, I got a pretty good idea. I mean, it could crash. Obviously, there's no safe stock, but right. like, I can I can buy Apple and be like, I feel pretty safe sitting on that, you know. At least, see, and here's and relative here's, to tax rate. And this could just be click clickbait, but it says, how much will Bitcoin be worth in 2025? And you go through it, and it tells you all the history and blah blah blah. And then basically what I was saying. And then it says uh, predict the bit uh, the price of Bitcoin in 2025. The panelists predict that the price of Bitcoin would be 318,000 by December 2025 and rise to four. Million two hundred eighty-seven thousand five hundred ninety-one dollars by December twenty thirty. Correct me if I'm wrong. This article was created way before the the fall off, right? Because I see a lot of twenty twenty-one in there. What is that? Um, is September seventh, twenty twenty-one. Published, published September twenty twenty-one. Yeah, that's yeah. just. Uh, I mean, it, like even there, we're talking about it's just not predictable. You yeah. have no idea where it's going to go, if it's going to rise, if it's going to fall. Because you know, all these countries are starting to really regulate all the the mining, and mining is what makes it, from what I understand, go up. The more or the less that's on there, I don't know, but I thought uh, wouldn't it be like the less. That's in there. Yeah, I don't know, dude. Um, like, because when they start, when when China basically cracked down on um, the mining activity of it, that's when it started to drop. Mm-hmm. And I mean, look at it now. Crazy, crazy, crazy. I mean, it's all it's all relative, of course. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, we we're saying this, it's not safe, and obviously, I we no recommendation buying it i i'm have stated that i'm obviously completely against it i mean it. here's the deal if, if you have you know a thousand bucks that you're just gonna throw away on bs and you're just wanting to you know and you have no idea or what to do with it dude throw it in there see what happens by 2025 if it, if it jumps up as high as it as high as it is you don't have to work anymore i mean shoot they're saying I, I don't ever see it getting up to four million. I don't see it getting <laughs> up there now. Because no. it's I mean, how long has it been around since the early two thousand and and you know Is that even I, Yeah, I think early two thousand but then you see you see coins like Dogecoin, shit like that. Like but yeah. that that just proves our point even more. There's absolutely no backing on a joke coin aside from Elon Musk tweeting about it every three months and the price rising because of that. Like, it's a coin that they literally started at, what, like, seven thousandths of a penny? Like... Well, that's when I bought it, yeah. Yeah, like... And it jumped up and to then it gets up to a dollar. It and gets up to a dollar, and you're like, I bought, you know, I spent seven dollars on this thing, and I bought four billion, and now I have four billion dollars, whatever. Like, if it gets up to a dollar, good for you. But, like... I don't know. There's just no backing to it. There's yeah. no there's no support system to it, and that's why. I mean, it's just like every other you know thing out there. The more investors you have, or the more people that buy into it, of course the the price is going to rise because that's just how it works. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, you see how many people, and, and this all came from 
But you got to think all that, all those stocks that went nuts. I mean, GameStop went nuts. AMC went nuts over Reddit reviews. Yeah, that, where, you know, that was a was deal. About and and you know, and it's crazy because I was told told about it way before it actually happened. And I was like, "There's no fucking way." Like, I'm not buying. That and I thought that. I thought the same thing that Eddie thought. I, I was told. See, I got trapped. My my stock story. It happened about. I don't know. We're probably we're probably just past a year ago. Probably about fifteen months ago, um, right when AMC started to pop off, I bought into Nokia because they said that was going to be the next one. I lost probably. I think it was only like a hundred bucks. And then I tried to overcompensate and make that money back. I got down. I was down a thousand dollars. I'm like shit. Uh, you know, like what can I do? And that's when I ran into uh, wasn't big. It was Litecoin. Litecoin was the one I went into. Oh, yeah. I bought a lot of that at like $200, and I was <laughs> like, awesome. It shoots up to 450 and I think I was actually up money, and I decided I was just going to hold on to it because if it hits 1000 then what, you know, it's like a gambling thing, man. Like, I'm just, and it fell off the face of the earth, and I think I ended up losing like two grand, and that was, I was on it. it that's what's kept me out of stocks, definitely. It definitely hurt my opinion on stocks, which is why I'm I'm kind of against crypto. Not because, uh, not because of what happened to me with crypto, and I, it's just that like, first time investors, right now, most of them want to jump into cryptocurrency, and it, it really throws them away. It points them away from regular stocks, which can be great things mm-hmm. and make a lot of make makes people a lot of money. I mean money that you definitely couldn't just come out of nowhere with and yeah. uh you know i feel like the stock market's really going to take a hit because of crypto in the coming years just because less people are investing because their their experience with cryptocurrency yeah and i mean uh, and i read something that fort worth was investing or mining cryptocurrency or mining bitcoin like thanks all the tax money that you get you're just going to buy into something that y'all have no idea about like I don't know I just I don't know I understand the whole property tax thing anyways I mean there's millions of homes being built every day and but our property taxes still go up I don't understand uh, the mining thing as a whole like it's it's an imaginary coin virtually like like that's exactly what we're talking about here is that there's no backing to it whatever and it's it's there's no real value to it because you can't hold it like it's no it's well, the value of it is what you and other people value it at and yeah it for. yeah but, but that's what i'm saying is that like you're mining something that doesn't exist and it takes up all this power and it's horrible for the how yeah. it's just like going in and uh editing a number and a code you know like that's all it is so i i just you know, we could get roasted for the for my mining con. I just think the whole thing is kind of stupid. Like, it's it like I said, it, it's as simple as going into a code. I mean, as, as changing some numbers around, and and that's the worth of the coin. Like, why do you have to mine it? As far as you see it, is stupid. But like you said, you don't know much about it. I don't either. I, I all I know is you buy equipment. You can buy equipment or build it, and it uses a crap load of power. But at the end of the day, you know, whoever's doing it is 
obviously making money because if they're not making money, then why do it? You know, I mean, yeah, they're probably they're probably able to mine. It. I would hope they're able to mine it faster since it's at a lower cost. Like I said, I don't know anything about it. Probably Which would, you know, when you're talking about stuff like uh, real gold, diamond, silver, all that, when you're talking about how they're mining it and if they have get an excess amount, that's when prices go down. Like mm-hmm. oil. Oil is a very easy one. Everybody uses oil. So, therefore, if you're able to mine more of it, wouldn't, that, wouldn't the price drop faster? Am I wrong about that? Like if you're mining more of it, the price should logically go down because there's more of it and less people want it. Or right. Yeah, and I mean, but how does uh, so? The people that mine it, where does that mine go? Like, does it? Does it I think it's does all it stick with them, or does it, it just, does it go to? It's in the market, and then everybody just somebody gets it. I think they keep. They, I mean, basically logically, they'd keep it and yeah. sell it, right? And that, that's how it gets streamed in the market. Is that's the, the availability of it? Because I want to say they use they use graphic cards, like. Uh, that that sounds right. That yeah. sounds like what I've heard. But I, and I understand there's only like a limited amount, right? But like I said, how the hell is that? Yeah. Like, it's it's an imaginary thing. I, like, I think I think it's that way. I mean, it's just like everything else. You got to understand, like, when Nintendo only put out you know so many switches, you know, like some little bit of amount, people were going crazy. I mean, it turned into like this. It's like what we're seeing with PS5 right PS5s now. Yeah. and Xbox, stuff like that. Yeah. Which, which I think Sony was a genius about because like now you're thinking about it and you're like, well, now they're so hard to get your hands on. Everybody's going crazy about it. I mean, like but, if, but if we host one of these events, we're selling out every single time. And uh, or oh, yeah, we hit 30 minutes. Method one, if you're looking for crypto mining, okay, so they have cloud mining. They have cloud mining too. Oh my! Turn mine's on. Yours is on. Hello, hello. Is mine on? No, yours is good. Yours is good. Except mine's just not working. It's back. I don't know what happened there. Uh-huh. I don't. Yeah. Okay, so CPU mining. CPU mining is extremely slow GPU mining is uh, it's probably the most popular and well known mining crypto if you graphics card yeah so but graphic card graphic cards are not cheap they're the most expensive thing on a computer dude yeah yeah three thousand I mean that's probably the Pretty average price of a graphics card. A good graphics card is three thousand dollars. Like a graphics card that you're going to be using to mine. Mine something, not even put it to use of you know what I would do, play a game. Um, but then you can also pay someone to mine for you. So if I was to do that, I would probably pay someone to do it. So I wouldn't have to invest so much money because they're already you know they already have a company that has probably you know, just millions of graphic cards, probably the best of the best, 
and you're not having to use the power to mine it and stuff, yeah, you might not make, you know, make as much off of it, but at the end of the day, they're probably, you mining it versus someone else mining it, I would think you'd probably be almost equivalent to each other because the amount of power they use to, yeah, to do it. Learning. Yeah, I mean, that, the upkeep on all that stuff, because, dude, you're using this, you're using a graphics card to its max every time. It's eventually going to wear out. Like, yeah. at the end of the day, like there's... They keep these things running 24-7, don't they? Yeah, 24-7. 24-7. And I mean, as you can see, my TV is actually going out too, so... And it's not <laughs> even running 24-7. But anyways, yeah, like... That's crazy, dude. That is crazy. Do I, I mean, do, do you guys think that it'll ever be the, the currency of the world? No, I don't think so. I think that well, people are always going to be like, absolutely not. Yeah, I don't. Because I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I go down to Mexico and there is nothing about Bitcoin in there. It's just, it's the same as, a lot of people do view it the same that, you know, I do. Like, it's just, there's no reason to and uh you know virtually the same thing with the american dollar you know it works the exact same when you have inflation and stuff like we're having right now it's just you're you're pumping out whenever they did the the inflation thing is very simple very easy to explain when you pump more how money. much was it with stupid the stupid money with the uh inse- what were they called what did they call those what uh, uh, stimulus the stimulus, stimulus checks. checks when you're stimulating the market right you're producing a bunch of money that's not actually there you know you're sending these checks and stuff and so it took a while but once that finally like processed and everybody's everybody has some money like some sort of money and all all you did there was you created 391 billion dollars that wasn't there before and and so you know that's that's when you're talking about inflation that's that's literally what inflation is it's just you're you need that money to filter out uh which it will eventually filter out a little bit um it's it's just exactly what would happen with a raised uh what is it called minimum Minimum wage wage. raised minimum wage this is exactly what you'd be seeing with that and so so you're kind of just getting a taste And, and ever since inflation started you just see more people pushing for a raised minimum wage like that's not how it works. You know, eventually you're going to be paying $10 for a bottle of Coke. And, yeah. And hey, you're, you're, you're a quarter of the way there. Yeah. So, I mean, like, but come on, man. You know, at the end of the day, like, you know, I was watching something and they were saying, like, a lot of the stimulus checks were people just putting in, you know, anonymous, anonymous names and, you know, making a, like, basically a lot of people who shouldn't have got the money got money. Businesses that took out the... I got the money and I wasn't supposed to. The stim- it's because at the end of the day, the people who were in charge of this, once you let them get in charge, they screw up everything. Exactly. So, yeah, we're just talking... You know, uh, you're seeing stuff, normal everyday items. Yeah. Um, I mean, like gas is gas is going up because of a whole different thing. But like your your normal everyday inflation, like on a bag of chips or whatever you're mm-hmm. buying, that's simply because of uh, a raise in currency in rotation. 
and yeah. it's just gotta it's gotta be filtered out and it, it will be i assume eventually yeah it's typically how it works i think a deflation needs to happen like uh you know some of this tax money needs to actually be turned into like this debt that we're in this which i don't really understand how you're in debt to yourself but you need to take some of that money out and uh deflate the market a little bit take some of the money out of the rotation i mean do you i you know i'll say this and i'll say it every time i know we're not in debt there's no fucking way we're in debt there's no way we're in debt how, how can we be the world, like, the world power, you know, you know what I'm saying, like, what they call us, and we're in debt to everybody, <coughs> everybody, we owe, we owe everybody out there somebody money. That, that is a very good point, but I don't know. In fact, that actually is a, a perfect segue into the credit system. Um, so, virtually, what the Americans do like the american government does is they they give out these credits to other countries like oh you did this we owe you this amount of money it's like a future basically right mm-hmm. and um you know you, you then see this debt and you're like what the shit like how are we in this much debt and virtually that's that's the whole credit system of america right like you get these credit cards and uh, you 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 hear about it all the time. All these horror stories of paying paying, or charging so much money to your credit card, more yeah. money than you can ever pay off. Yep. And so I mean that's just a that's a, the credit system itself. We're go, we're gonna get into it here in a sec. But like the idea of credit uh, could easily be fixed with like a school reform, which we're also gonna be talking about in a second with college, and uh, just learning more because I feel like uh, it's as simple as people if you give people access to money they don't have they <laughs> will take advantage of it what did you oh you're looking at the national oh, debt numbers like dude nice. how long did it take someone to and it just keeps on going up debt per citizen $91,675 but my thing is okay so Like okay, so okay, so they're Medicaid and Medicare. How many people pay on that, and how is it just flinging through the roof that that high? Look at the uh, look at that federal tax revenue. Look at that rate. Compare it to the U.S. national debt, right? So we're what thirty? Is that thirty trill? Yeah. Is that what we're looking at there? Thirty mm-hmm. trillion. And we're talking about four. Is that four trillion? Yeah. Am I wrong about that? No, that's four billion. Four billion dollars in revenue. So we're halfway through the year. We'll double it. That's four and a half trillion. We'll, we'll go up to nine trillion. Or yeah, nine trillion. So or nine billion. If you were to dump, uh, yeah, my math, my brain isn't working right now. No, you're good. Uh, if you dump three billion dollars into that a year, and that's just three billion dollars that we take out of rotation, right? Uh, screw the debt. Just say you put it into debt, right? That's three billion dollars a year that just does no longer exist virtually. That's what you're doing. Is that's all you're doing? And so now you're talking about a, a deflation. That that's how you deflate. But um, you know, just our government's not smart enough to go through that process. They don't. More money, less problems, which is not true at all. 
it just creates more trouble, more problems, and more complaining. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my next thing on that whole thing is, you know, if you're a person and um, if you're a person that you know you're worried about your financial situation. Obviously, which obviously we all are. Yeah. Every, everybody is. Even the rich are somewhat worried about what could I happen mean, to their if money. You have less money that is coming into how much you're losing each week, each month. You would cut back somewhere, right? I mean, we can all agree on that. Like, if, mm-hmm. yeah. If our house is too expensive for us, you know, something happened. Obviously, we would sell. You have to. You have to downgrade. Outside. You have yeah. to downgrade. So, my point to this all is okay so what what are the things we could do to consolidate that debt like keep it from going basically get it to go away and my biggest thing is is every other country uses their prisoners to do work for the state for our you know for their country which we do too but just not to the same extent like you're talking about we use them to like basically do community service work that's literally what they do yeah that's is what they community do. service well, work. it's because not for prisoners though not for prisoners that's what it's, oh. or t- the, yeah that would be that would prisoners. be jail yeah. like people that just sit in jail so one thing it says is it costs us costs up to sixty thousand uh, dollars for prisoners in the state stay in a federal prison you know and that is every year. Okay. That's pretty low so, from my understanding. So quick math, $60,000 a prisoner, how many prisoners? Mm-hmm. Are in the U.S. And more than... Five point six million Americans. Yeah. In twenty twenty. I so think we're I think we're one of the biggest states with that too. Or countries, not yeah. states. So simple math tells me sixty thousand mm-hmm. times five point six mil. Mm-hmm. That's three hundred and thirty six billion dollars a year. Okay. And and these are these are people simple enough. These are these are people that aren't uh, contributing back into that. They're not spent. They're not getting taxed for anything. So yeah. that's that's we're, we're we're you know the working the working man is basically paying yeah what they're not paying. And so okay, being that said, just on our road system, and this was in 2018, it says that we spend 92.5 billion. Dollars on our road infrastructure, highway construction, stuff like that. So why don't we take these bums in jail? So this is about one and a half percent of our population that is just in prison, just in, in prison, prison. And, and not even jail, just prison. And you know, and these people might have done some some heinous crime, um, and there's some in there that's probably done. You know, some kind of little drug drug sale, whatever. At the end of the day, they're still in prison. They get convicted. So why should? And this all goes back to our, you know, the three hundred crazy amount of 
our $30 trillion debt that we're in, we could release $92 billion of that and probably more if we made these guys basically go and do work that we're paying companies to do for us. You know, or, you know, let, let's, let's really get into it. How about, you know, the U.S. makes a company to build, you know, infrastructures, buildings, construction. And then, you know, instead of having companies, you know, the, I guess the companies could still sell it, but, you know, the U.S. would be profiting off of the, the free, quote-unquote, labor that, you know, these prisoners are doing that they're, you know, they're not doing anything. So this, this sounds really bad, but so let's say you're struggling, right? You're not doing good. You're you're homeless, virtually. You can't even eat. Like you're on the verge of starving to death. What's to stop you from just going to punching the shit out of somebody? And that's what some of the homeless and then, do. And then go to jail, and then you're supplied for for what? At, I mean, at least a month. Uh, yeah, and so that's I mean, the whole thing. I mean, and that's what a lot of yeah. it, that that is the definition of taking advantage of the system, but. Yeah. Some people, like, some, if you some have to the, do anything for food, that's what you're going to do. Yeah. So, I mean. And some of the homeless, like, actually know that, and they actually do that. So, during the wintertime, well, when things get cold. And, and there's a fine line, because when you work at, you know, uh, a real ghetto location, or you're in a ghetto location, you'll have cops say, oh, you know, you want something to be done about, you know, a homeless person stealing from you. And it's not just stealing food, you know, it's, you know, stealing just whatever the hell they feel like. Um, and it might be to get arrested, but at the end of the day, the cops are like, dude, there's no benefit in being in jail. So they'll just let them just basically get away with it. And I, and I had that happen to me so many times when, you know, I was, I was working in the ghetto store. Because at the end of the day, I mean, the cops that see that all the time, they're not going to waste their time on that. Because, again, they're going to have to do a ton of paperwork per you know per this person that they're just gonna have to do a repeat you know cycle on and that's and that's what like in one single area that could be up to like thirty a day. I yeah. mean especially when you're talking to a place like Dallas or Houston yeah. and like like all oh, the stockyard. There's there's this store uh there's this store that the uh, in Dallas that if you call the cops they won't come unless the unless the person unless it's emergency unless like the person's either stolen like a certain amount of money or like somebody's been shot or something. They won't. They will not come. They won't. So if if, if there's just somebody out there causing trouble, like the the police aren't gonna come. They're not gonna do anything. But if if he steals like if, I I don't remember what, how much it was, but if it's like not it's if it's not over like five thousand or, or ten thousand that they stole or something like that, it's not, not gonna show. If it's not felony level, yeah. Well, felony is anything over fifty bucks. I think they raised that. I think it's higher now. No, is it? Yeah. Cool. I'll look it up real quick. Is that just Texas law, or is that United yeah. States law? Yeah. I think it's just Texas, from what I understand. Yeah. Twelve thousand savings per family. Twelve thousand dollars. That's felony theft is now. The theft of theft is a felony in the first degree if the value of the stolen property or services over three hundred thousand. I don't think that's right. No Three hundred thousand. No wonder why people some banks don't even have that. The value of stolen property or services, one hundred fifty thousand or more, but less than three hundred thousand. 
or the stolen property is an ATM and its contents valued at less than 300000 So what do you get if it's more than 300000 Nothing? So this is kind of funny. So I was talking to Dylan the other day. And, you know, we were talking about banks. And he was like, oh, man, Chase really took care of me when those... When that one guy stole my wallet, and uh, I think he had like 120 bucks in his account or some shit like that, and uh, he was so like, "Oh, they're the best bank because they refunded or gave me all that money back." And I was like, "Yes, they have to. That's part of the FDIC. That's like what they're there for, dude. Like every bank has to, you know, refund your money back." if someone steals your card or something like that, he was, he was ecstatic about it. I think it, who was it, Chase? It was Chase, yeah. Yeah. Because then you got on the knee because I have Chase, too. <laughs> I'm not a Chase I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I mean, the reason I have Chase is because my parents always had Chase. And yeah, no. the easiest way yeah, to go. Yeah, I mean, that's just, I feel like banks are very scamish. Hurt, well, that, and hereditary. I feel yeah. like you're, so, likely to have whatever bank your parents have just because they're going to open an account and they're just going to go with whatever they can track you with. <laughs> That's what it feels like the most. Mm-hmm. So, uh, let's, get, let's get into credit. Alright. Hold on real quick. I want to... Half of the Americans aged 65 or over had an annual income lower than $24,000. The median... The median annual purse pension, I'm sorry, pension ranges from nine thousand to twenty-two thousand. Older households spend around, but so seventy-three thousand is all. That's crazy. Like, dude, every time you look at something about like how much money you should have by the time you retire, it's always some crazy number but then when you actually look at statistics on people who what they have it's just mind blowing like how how are you going to retire with that but you're too old to work you know and, and you know they're they focus on like a person to get $3,700 for social security come on man I don't see that happen See, if, it, if you look at this, it says most experts say your retirement income should be 80% of your final pre-retirement annual income. That means if you make $100,000 annually at retirement, you need at least $80,000 a year to have a comfortable lifestyle after leaving the workforce. So, you know, that leaves you in that example, um, because it's the most basic example, that means you have to save for, for you have to put away $20,000 that you're making every year. Well, and that's the thing, like your retirement, like 401k and stuff, you're only eligible to put in there $19,500 a year. Unless, Damn. Unless, uh, I think the age of 55, you have the catch-up, and then you're able to put like $26,500. Well, that, but that's what I'm saying with the with that, so. But that's saying that. So at 19,500, so in that example, you make $100,000 a year. So you need to save $80,000 a year, which means if you save 20,000, so a fifth of your, or yeah, so a fifth of your deal 
every four years, that gives you one year of retirement. So therefore, if you don't save enough by the age of 30 and you have to play catch up, so you have 35 years now and you're going to have to save, let's say you want to live 15 years after 65, so you want to live to 80. Um, that means you're, you got to save what? But the thing is, is what really irritates me is a lot of, and I don't, it, it might be a lot. But the thing about it though. That's, that's 1.2 mil? Yeah. Like. To retire, about like just to retire, in thirty-five years. So that's what you have to save. It used to be a million. Now it's two million. Uh, well, no, that's it's one point two million for fifty. At the example we're using, at a hundred, yeah. if you make a hundred thousand dollars a year, you need to save one point two million dollars to reti- be retired for fifteen years and live comfortably. So at one point two million, and let's say you waited too long. Um, so you wait. You waited too long, and now you're 30 years old. You have 35 years. You want to retire at 65 years old, and you want to live, whatever. So that's 30 years. You have to save 40 grand a year for 30 years in order to make that that spot. Okay, and even on that, and that's not even you know we have inflate with inflation rising the way it has, as we were talking about before. You're yeah. you're probably looking at more than that. You're probably looking at more of a 60,000 type. Yeah, 60,000 dollars a year. Well, see, and right here, you're not able to even start a 401k until you're 21 years old. And that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, like when I went to school, they had no college programs. It was straightforward. I mean, you know, my school wasn't anything special. But even to, to today, I mean, shouldn't we let our kids, if they have a job, who cares where it's at? McDonald's, you know, wherever yeah, wherever they get yeah. a job at, shouldn't they have some kind of, you know, being at 16 years old, if they put, you know, even the bare minimum let's 6%. Say they put, 6% let's say they put $1,000 away a year from 16 years old. That means from 16 to 21, that's five grand that they could have had put, which does, and doesn't some, sound like a lot. But it's going to, you know, you're at least going to make something out of it because, I mean, you're going to make at least 3%. See, what, what was I making on. at? What yeah. was I making at 16? I was probably making, so, I mean, mathematically speaking, I was making. Give me a second. Your battery's dead, bro. No, it's just. I'm pretty sure that's your the battery. The screen times out in terms of the battery. Uh, battery. Uh, is it dead, dead? Uh, I have some. Here we go, I have the battery. What a sack of shit. <laughs> I am running a freaking machine over here and it still has two hours and sixteen minutes. What the Well the last time I charged it was Oh you don't charge you don't charge it all the time? Oh I didn't charge it I didn't charge it last night because it had full battery. That was pretty close. Six percent of what I was making at sixteen years old was thousand and that's what I'm saying. Like the technical difficulties on the DSI, we're still good. We're still good. Okay. All right. Like the problem at the end of the day, dude, is we get everybody started so late. I mean, honestly, like I don't feel like we need. How many years did we go to school for? Thirteen years. Uh, yeah. Technically. Yeah, thirteen. Thirteen years. 
Like, do we really, do we really need all that schooling? No, because it's a, it's a babysitter for the parents so they can go to work, and by the time oh, we get off, this takes Type C, bro. You have Type C? Um, I have one in my car. I have a Nintendo Type C charger. Yeah, that would also work faster. We're gonna take a quick piss break. Yeah. Dude, 
slingshot, the back tire exploded, causing a gas tank to catch on fire and blowing up. What the fuck, bro? Dude, that's why I haven't bought one. They're, they're such garbage. Okay, I'm gonna get charging, bro. This changed by the time. Get them, bro. Hell no. Fucking apartment complex doesn't even have doesn't even allow fucking German Shepherds. I don't know how we got away with it. What's the point of this, bro?
but we are now pure audio because technical difficulties it's okay we get, i feel like we get a little bit of a, a little bit of whatever you want to call it my brain just can't find words today um for this being the first episode we not a big deal 401k uh yeah first job you made yeah yeah okay okay so yeah a thousand dollars a year from 16 to 21 i mean like it looks bad I'm still not 21, but I mean, God, that $5,000 in my bank account right now would feel pretty freaking good. Well, it's not your bank account. It would be in, in, a, in a... No, but that's what I'm saying. Car. I'm saying, like, $5,000 doesn't look like a lot, but I'm saying, like, five. Th- if I had $5,000 right now, I feel like it would be pretty good. So, I mean, yeah, anything, yeah. a little little bit of money goes a long way. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean... And, you know, the more you build up to it, and if you, need, if you do need money, you can always take a... A, a withdrawal or loan out of it um, and just remember if you take a withdrawal just do it under 16000 and make sure you give it to your parents and then take it back so you don't have to pay taxes neither do they win win for everybody um, there's a little bit more to that but you gotta trust the people first but anyways yeah dude like I was reading something in for me to retire or for you to retire um, it was saying like three, three to five million dollars. Like that's crazy. I, I mean, yeah, it can be done, but I don't want to be a walking zombie at the age of seventy when I hit that. Like, yeah. there is no possible way that, in my mind, I could last that long. No way. Like once I, once I get. Where I feel like it's good enough, I'm I'm dropping off the face of this earth. How many how many countries run off the same credit system as we do? I'm pretty sure none. There's not a single one. Yeah, I don't think there is. Because I think the credit system, obviously, way too many freaking flaws. Well, because for starters, here's one thing: like for you to get a loan in, uh, for instance, Mexico, one place that. I go to all the time that I, I enjoy and of course I look at real estate there but even to buy a car down there uh, let me look it up I think it's like a credit card interest rate um, right here it says I just found it I'm trying to find it again Many countries in the world handle credit very differently, with many having no credit score system at all. So, so here's the thing, ma'am. You forget to pay, you know, pay your car, your deal on time. You're one day late. That hurts your credit score. Now, uh, and, and it's obviously dramatically different for everybody. It depends on that history. Um, I don't think it matters, honestly. It doesn't? I, I personally don't because I know someone who's had... Repossession, a couple repossessions, and uh, you know foreclosure. And five years later, they got nicer vehicles than I could imagine ever having. So, and they make less than I do. So, I just don't. I don't understand it. Like, so to do things properly, you open a credit card at. You can use me. Perfect example. You open a credit a credit card at nineteen. Yeah. Have a hundred percent payment on time payments. 
Um, but that's because all I grew up hearing is that, you know, if you want to do the things I want to do, like buy a house, you know, have a, have a house forever. Like, not just something I'm going to live in, sell, and then move on. Like, I want to buy a house forever, so I'm going to be looking for something kind of nice at a younger age. And uh, so I have to immediately try to build my credit score to whatever I can by the age of, you know, what it blank. I want to say I want to buy my house by 23. So by 23 years old, the most ideal setup to buy a house is what, like, in between 750 and 780, something like that. It's a high ass. Something, yeah, it's high. When I bought this house, my I swear to you guys, my credit score was, and this was in 2010 when banks were eating shit because people were flopping on it. I had a 685 credit score. You were young. You were 19, right? 19, yeah. And I still got. I mean, 3.75 was the best interest rate, and I could have bought it. You, you can buy your rate down, and I don't. I don't know the the. I think for me, because I have a four or five, for me to buy it down, or I had a four or five, for me to buy it down was going to cost ten thousand dollars, which the company that had this house built was willing to pay that for me, or. Um, they would they put it on top of the or no it was fifteen thousand fifteen thousand to drop it down to three point seven five or they could just take it off the list of the price so you know from what the loan agency told me I would potentially save more money in the long run if I would just take the fifteen grand right off the top but I don't know. I don't know if that was the right. How much? Thing. What was your down payment? Forty-eight hundred dollars. Forty-eight hundred. Mm-hmm. And how much are you? So it was you bought it for what? One fifty-five. Is that right? Yeah. So you you put forty-eight hundred dollars down on a one thousand five hundred fifty-five, one thousand one hundred one hundred fifty-five thousand dollar house. Yeah. Right? My brain still not working. I don't know how many times I have to say it. <laughs> so that's what? That's less than ten percent. Wait, yeah, it's less than. That's almost five percent. That's Around five percent. It was the. I tried to put more down, and they told me not to. So what? What's the reasoning for that? They said to have basically significant amount of funds for future payments. Future, yeah, basically. Which makes sense at the time, you know. And it also kind of feels like they just want you to have to take longer to pay it off. But one thing that they never tell you, so. when you buy a brand new house, um, one thing they do not tell you is your first year or that payment that they first give you is going to go up dramatically after your second or third year. I got hit hit after this third year, I think. Yeah, because as far as paying the taxes, I was only paying taxes on the land, not the structure. So, you know, I was only paying taxes on 20000 instead of, you know, 155 or whatever they valued the house at. So then when that hit, it was back owed. Um, for some reason, there was something, I don't know exactly. I, I guess it was the timing that I bought it. They didn't hit me for the first year because I bought it right at December and, you know, whatever. 
so I got hit with two years. So then, you know, they send this nice little letter that says, hey, you got an escrow shortage of, you know, 10000 or I think it was like $9,000. So, um, yeah, you know, luckily I had that money. Well, it wasn't the same money, honestly. Honestly, it wasn't the same money that I had from wanting to put more on my house uh, down payment, but... Luckily, I had the money to pay it, and a lot of people don't, because, I mean, you're talking $9,000, and my house payment at first was only 978 bucks a month, so I was like, dude, that's an easy payment, and yeah. then after that happened, I think it jumped up to like 13, 1300 and something bucks, I mean, I've never paid the true payment on it, I've always paid more, just because... You're trying to pay it off quicker. Well, just because I'm financially able to and yeah I want to pay it off because at the end of the day I don't care who tells you what if you pay your house off you're more financially stable you yeah. are oh yeah, yeah for sure you are. like you, you got to understand you know I put because then at that point you're just paying you're virtually just paying utilities um, and you, you pay your taxes and your taxes and your insurance and insurance is technically optional optional after you know you pay off your house you don't have to have it yeah yeah so i mean is it the smart thing to do i don't know because you gotta look at it this way you pay you know now you know i pay anyway i think i pay 19 two, let's just say two thousand dollars a year on insurance you know in 10 years you know you're, you're talking probably it's going to go up to four thousand you know you don't know what's going to happen but anyways, what's it cost to really put a roof on? Right now, it's kind of expensive. Yeah, I mean, it is. But, I mean, it's, it's kind of like everything else. You, you buy these warranty plans. It's, it's, yeah. very, it's actually very similar to, you know, staying in an apartment rather than buying a house. Because yeah. you're like, oh, um, I just can't afford to buy a house right now. So we're staying in an apartment. Well, eventually... You've paid so much to the apartment that it's no longer worth it. It's it's you're now to the point where it's like, well, I've I've spent I've been living at this apartment for X and yeah, they gave me a pretty good deal and I'm paying but I've spent $40,000 here 5 years down the road and I, I could have put that towards a house. Like that's virtually and yeah. That, and that's the American dream, but I mean, you know, you got to look at it at both angles. Yeah, you you don't own anything, but you also don't have to pay for maintenance either. You don't have, you don't to, have pay to pay for, for maintenance. Yeah, you don't yeah. have to pay for. You don't have to take care of your own lawn. Um, and at the end of the day, if that area turns into shit, you're not stuck there. You can just pick up, move pick out. Pick up, find another place, and move in. I mean, yep. it's as simple. I mean, it's it's easier said than done, but it's as simple as that. With the house, I mean, this house market's been crazy. Don't get me wrong, but. I mean, eventually, it, you're going to put your, I mean, it's going to be like back in the day. You put your house on the market, and you're going to get un, underbid like crazy. And it's going to be for stupid reasons, you know, a window sills cracked or, you know, the paint, the paint has a chip in it. You know, just the dumbest things. Yeah. And you're either going to have to fix that or take money off the, the price of the house. But, you know, as long as they're, I mean, at the end of the day, that's just what's going to happen. Unless you have an investor come in, they're going to buy the house for what it is. 
they might offer you, you know, right at what you're asking, but it's not going to be like how it is right now where they just offer 30000 over what you're, you know, asking for it. I mean, shoot, if we all had houses on, you know, multiple houses, we would have sold, you know, the houses to make money. To, that's what I would have done anyways. That's, yeah. I know somebody who had, he had, uh, he had three houses and he sold his other two and kept the one because well, he made My dad had, you know, two houses down the street from here and he, one, he just fills up with crap. There's nobody in there and I'm just like, dude, you need to sell this, but. You could sell it or you could rent it out. Especially right now, I mean, yeah, you could. you could, you could see. Then you're thinking on the opposite side of the scale. You're like, oh, I could sell this, get all this money up front. Yeah, it's just like so. When you buy a house, you're you're paying all this money up front, but in the long term, it's smart. When you're getting an apartment, you're paying less money up front, but in the long term, not a good idea. Yeah. Now with selling a house, it's the same thing. It's yeah, I'm I'm paying all, I'm getting all this money up front, but. Where is this money going to be in 20 years? Yeah. Now, if you're renting that house, you're like, oh, I'm not getting as much as money up front. But if I put that aside over time, I guarantee you it does equ- equivalent or come out equivalent to. Well, and it could be a retirement fund for you. you know? Yeah. If you rent, rent a house out for $2,000 a month and you're getting $2,000 from Social Security, I mean, now you have a combined $4,000 yeah. a month. And then you're talking, talking, which is which. Then you're talking forty-eight thousand dollars a year, which I mean isn't insane, but yeah, it isn't much. But as long as where you're living at, hopefully you have that paid off. If you have a rental house, I would, you know, whatever though. But you know that could be a potential retirement plan. Um, and real estate, really, I mean. I, I've never seen this house go on well it you know I it, it did go below a little bit uh, than what I paid for at one point in time but after that I mean it's been an ongoing scale of upwards and I hope it still does that after this whole thing but in reality I know it's gonna drop I mean it'll probably drop a hundred grand I'm and I'm okay with that's that. What, that's what the people like me and G are hoping for. And they're still yeah, trying no, to buy yeah. a house. We're, we want it to drop 100 yeah. grand. I, you know, and I, and I wish the best for everybody because, you know, I personally, if I was to walk into this house, I would not give $400,000 for it. I mean, must be realistic. Half of these houses on the market, it's like, dude, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. yeah. Like, you're, mm-hmm. you're... To buy a house right now, would, would as simply put as possible, would be dumb. To not go with and an apartment setting, or unless you have a house that yeah. you're like, oh, I can get five times as much as I paid for it, and I can downgrade into something, and then you're like, okay, then you're talking about something. But for for right now, it's like to buy a house. It's like two years ago, the same house was worth two hundred thousand dollars less, mm-hmm. one hundred fifty thousand dollars less, and you're like. That's just a lot of money. Maybe not willing to, to go into it. I mean, eventually the the market has to crash. It's just like that's how it's built. It's like oh, nobody's buying houses, so we'll start lowering the prices. The people are buying the. Sh- I mean, that's it's 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 slowed down a lot, but people are still just going fucking crazy over houses. See, but the thing about it is that all the rich people are buying houses and taking their money out of the stock markets because they were predicted like we're overdue for a crash. Yeah, I mean, the, the thing. and that's just how it always goes. I mean, they, 
you if you have millions and billions of dollars you're, you're looking for the next best opportunity I mean you're, you're not just going to hold on to that money because at the end of the day one you don't want to you really don't want to you know anybody to know how much money you really have coming you know or have yeah because you're just going to get taxed on it or you're going to get scammed yeah. or it's going to yeah, yeah. people are just going to come at you so basically what they're doing is they're taking and they might lose a little bit of money in the housing market if it does crash, but they won't lose as much if it is in the market, and yeah. that's why you're seeing such. A, that's why you're seeing the market just go nuts right now, all over the place, up, down, and you know it doesn't help what's actually going on, and you know across the world, um, that doesn't help either. But it shouldn't affect us as much as it is, or so they say. Yeah, so um, they say. But yeah, I mean. I don't know. At the end of the day, yeah, the reason why they're buying real estate is because, I mean, the chances of you losing losing money is not high. And then plus, you know, you can always hopefully, you know, the the real estate market jumps up another ten percent. I don't see it jumping up anymore just because they raised the the interest rate on it. But at the end of the day, it depends what they hold. You know, if they hold. Um, you know, a, a decent property that someone really wants. Because at the end of the day, everything's technically for sale. If you offer someone the right amount of money for something, yeah, you'd be stupid not to give it to them. You know, so. But in really, you know, in real time, I think, or what you're seeing is, you know, the rich just managing their money in the best way possible without losing lots of money. And that's it. That's what it is. Yeah. And it sucks, you know. It sucks for the people that want to, you know, want to build a family and they want, you know, a house over them. I mean, you know, a lot of the houses that they're able to afford, it's not going to be in the best part of town. Yeah. Even, even, so, there's an area... I mean, even, even... Yeah, but I mean, even, even by the stockyard... Places no one should live just because how bad it is. I mean, some of those houses, I'm just like, holy cow! Yeah, they're they're going for like two, three hundred thousand dollars, and the next house next to him was a trap house. It's like what? But you know, I I I hope it does. I you know I don't want it to crash, but I I do want the prices to be more affordable for the younger people in, in this generation because at the end of the day, you know, America's just screwing themselves because you're basically going to cause the crash because all these people are going to buy these houses they can't afford and then they're going to end up losing it and it's going to be another. You know, 2008, 2010, where there's so many foreclosed houses on um, that the market's just uh, so unstable because there's no money going into it. Yeah. You know, there's not enough. It, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's crazy. Um, and then, yeah, it is getting, you know, it is getting very expensive with these these last few months.
but I mean, a lot of it has to do with, I, and this is just my opinion, is, you know, yeah, you know, for a truck to go from point A to B, it costs, you know, three times as much. You know, the price of gas, I know it's a hard subject to talk on, but I feel like that's the issue. I feel like there wouldn't be such a what's the word I'm looking for? Such a jump in prices, I guess, if it wasn't for how much you know it costs to fill up a car, fill up a truck. I mean, it cost me, you know. 50 bucks to fill up an 11 gallon tank. It sucks because I know y'all, you know, definitely you, G, spend what, 130, 110? And then, you know, you kind of got to break it down. What's it cost you to go a mile? Is it worth, you know, driving as far as you do? If it costs, you know, if it's costing you $20 a day just to get to work, I mean, damn, it sucks. Because then that's 40 bucks to get home. You know, it's $20 there, $20 home. You know what you made there? Is it even worth? Yeah, because I mean, you know, what do you make a day? 150 bucks, 200 bucks a day? I mean, now you're down to. Depends on the day, I guess, because you work a lot of doubles, so. Yeah. And, but you got, but you got to understand, our company is one company out of a million that lets you actually work over forty hours. Oh yeah. I mean, they. I, I find myself talking about that a lot. Like, you compare our company to a, another company that happens to be blue with a yellow logo. Yeah. And you know, there, if you're anything over four, I mean, that could be forty point zero one. If you hit that mark. You, you're written up. You're fired. Yeah. Then you compare it to our company where you could work. I mean... Hell, they don't care. They, they literally don't care. Don't care. You they can literally care. work... You can live there. A hundred hours a week. I mean, I've I mean, definitely had weeks where it was possible. Like, yeah. I've, I've been up there. I've, I think the most I've ever worked because of your advice was, was 69-something, but... Well, like, what's his name? He, he, he showed me his paycheck. He worked, like, 96 hours Christmas week. Oh, um, Mario. Yeah. yeah Mario. Yeah. Like, we wore a suit, right? We wore a suit on Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Holy cow, like, you know, kudos to him. I couldn't do it. I don't... If I had to, yeah, I, I would. And he... I don't think he has to. I think he just does it because he wants to live a certain lifestyle. He wants certain things to well, do. Well, I think, I think a big... That kind of goes into what we've been talking about with retirement and stuff. Yeah. A big reason a lot of Americans can't really ever retire is because their work ethic is just not as. Yeah. I mean, work ethic plays a huge part in your financial stability. I mean, yeah. if you're if you're not willing to work that forty hours a week, then you're really not getting the most out of your salary. So, like, yeah. when when projecting your salary with a an hourly pay time or an, an hourly pay job like what we have, uh, you just simply you take your whatever you make you multiply it by 40 you multiply it by 52 that's yeah. that's how you determine that salary mm-hmm. well that's your projected salary for the year assuming that you work 40 hours a week every single week for 52 weeks right well a lot of people do that and then work 36 hours a week 
And so let's say you make, you know, I'll do, I'll do the math on my phone right now. Let's say you make $12 an hour and you multiply that by 40. And then you multiply that by 52. That's $24,960 a year. Well, let's say you work 30, let's say you work 32 because you skip a day every single week. You're down to four days. And you just lost out on a whopping five grand every year. So I mean, like, it's a big unless, deal. unless be real, like, that's a lot. Like that's that a five lot. grand that's, that becomes a lot of money, yeah, especially on a yearly basis. It's a twenty-five thousand dollars a year, and you already lose twelve thousand dollars of that because at the end of the day, you gotta have somewhere to live. Yeah, and and that's as low. That's that's a low amount. You know, I'm saying that you know your rent or your mortgage or wherever you're staying at only costs you a thousand dollars a month. But let's be real, like, good luck trying to find that. Especially in this area. Yeah. 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 I mean, now you're down to, what, $12,500? You're down, well, to what I was was doing with the $12 an hour. If you, so let's say you you skip that day, so you're at $19,000 a year. Now you're at $1,000 a month for rent, and let's assume you don't have a roommate for it's some reason. $7,000 of expendable, and who knows? Expendable money, my ass. No one has expendable money making that much money, or making that. Yeah, there's money. just, it's not possible. Because even, okay, so most people, let's say. So, like, okay, so let's say I personally, you know, we can look at our paychecks and see how much money we made this year. Let's say I worked at that company we were talking about, where yeah. you cannot work 40, 40 hours a week. Yeah. At the money I make, you know, I we talk a lot about how you can you can I, I can make it obvious how much I make. I don't make that much. At the money I make, I, I make around thirty three thousand dollars a year, and that's before taxes. So I mean, we're talking out of that nineteen thousand dollars, however much is tax. So another another fifteen percent off that, yeah. and then you're literally just you're nothing. You have nothing. Yeah. So. Projected, I'm projected at $33,000 in a year. Well, I'm, we're halfway through the year, and I'm over, well over halfway. I'm pretty much there already, and we're only halfway through the year because of the opportunity that our job gives us to, to work that overtime. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. They don't care. They, you know, I, and I think it comes down, and, and, and they used, they used to kind of, kind of set rules and regulations on it, but, you know, the, the new CEO, I, I think he just kind of sees that, you know, if someone's that dedicated... So or that dedicated or desperate just needs... Yeah, it. I mean, obviously there's a reason behind it, so why not? What's it going to hurt him? All it does yeah. is help him, because yeah. especially right now, with nobody wanting to work, exactly. and that, that poor work yet that we're talking about just dumps into, I don't want a job at all. So every so everywhere you go, you see places shutting down early because of of lack of employees, lack of staff, and that's yeah. that hurts the economy yeah. severely. Not only are you not you're hurting yourself by not having an income, or even worse, hurting the economy. You're you're going through uh, whatever it's called, workers' comp, actually, <laughs> stuff like that, workers' comp, uh, bing bong, <laughs> unemployment. Yeah, where's our soundboard? Where is our soundboard? <laughs> uh, I hope that was audible. Um, but yeah, you know, just stuff like that. Like, uh, 
it's just our, our economy is kind of kind of getting drained and it's weird to talk about you know can't say specifically where we work but you're, you're listening to three gas i could say gas it you listen to three gas station employees talk about financial the, the financial and economy part of society today and it's just I, we see it every day. There, that's why I can say it is we see yeah. people that are obviously going through it. You see people all the time come in and use things like food stamps. And there's no, no judgment there. But, like, you know, that's that's part of the economy that that's we're talking about. Economy, yeah. Like, that's part of the stuff hurting our economy. Even, you know, we work with people that use I mean, food some stamps. people will argue with you. Some people don't need it. But, you know, who's to say who needs it and who doesn't? You know, who, who chose... Yeah, you because know, some of those people probably live very, very comfortably yeah. because they don't have to buy food. I mean, that's yeah. a, that's. But at the end of the day, you know what? At the end of the day, if it's offered to you, why not? It's, why it's, not? It's yeah. like uh, it's if they're it's it's very similar to driving by a mobile home with a really really nice car. Yeah, you're like, oh, it's just people that have different priorities and yeah. Obviously, I mean, your priority is not towards paying for your own food and you want to live a better lifestyle which i gotta respect yeah if you have the ability to get it do it that's why you know i a lot of people throw a lot of judgment on those who take take advantage of the government but if the government is going to be that easy to take advantage of why not why not yeah yeah i mean you you got to understand like how, how much does it take you to make an hour you know and if, it, yeah, if you're if they're willing to throw you know money at you that way, that's that's hours that you don't have to work to make that money. I'm not telling you not to go to work because of that money, but I'm saying that's extra money in your pocket because the government's willing to throw it at you. And if you can take advantage of it, if they're willing to give it to you, take advantage of it. Who cares the judgment behind it? Because here's the thing: a lot of people judge for things when in reality if they were put in the same place they They'd probably do, do the it. same thing they would do it and, and let's be real like we're all there doing the same we're, we're on the same path like we're trying to do the same thing well 90 percent of us are we're, we're trying to make a lifestyle for you know our loved ones or you know for our family and like we're all doing it at just at a different scale some may make more some may make less but at the same time we're all doing it in the same motion and just because the person that's helping you out you know just I don't know I, I, I just feel like some people think that they're better than other people because they make more money but honestly how do you know how much people make even though they're behind the register or you know pushing baskets or whatever you know, flipping burgers I mean yeah I mean like you can you can look at the website and be like oh that's how much they started at well there's a lot of things you find out in company yeah. there are easy ways to get bonuses there are yeah. easy way to get raises there are plenty of people that are working at McDonald's that are making just as much as your secretary at a at an insurance company you know like yeah, it's there's, just there's actually there's people like I've talked to a manager at McDonald's and, you know, well, actually, he was like an assistant manager, but he said his manager was pushing like almost $200,000 Yeah, I mean, like, it's just... Because they were like the number one store in, you know, the area of, you know, such a big area. And he get, they got bonuses and all this other stuff. And he's like, hey, he like showed me his pay stuff. He made like $200,000 one year. Yeah, it's just like, you know, we have a... We have a keen idea on what some of our employees make and 
you know where we work and you know people pass judgment because we work there but yeah, uh, you know right. in reality it's it's a it's a good they do a very good job and a lot of people complain a lot of people complain about it but about yeah i mean if they could give work. us they could give us a raise they could give us a bonus whatever and people will find a reason to complain about oh, it yeah. you're right yeah. but you know like what we make considerably and the ability to do overtime and stuff like that like you're looking at a, a, a job you can have and provide for a full family on a full-fledged scale working in a gas station man yeah like I mean, here's here's the whole thing. Like, if you see someone that's been at a company for X amount of years, and I'm talking 10, 20 years, obviously something's good for them there. Like, you but, know, yeah, you've been like you've if, been working at a job. You specifically have worked at the job for fifteen years. Obviously, you're not barely scraping by. Yeah. yeah. So like, there's a reason you've been there for fifteen years, or you see it like the thought that you have to have a job. That which obviously which satisfies it. everybody else. Everybody, everybody wants you to right. E- everybody wants to have a job that that pays excess amount of money, but in reality, society can't function without those people flipping burgers. Yeah. Or society can't function without well, your your teller at a bank that makes a quarter of the amount of money as you. But it's an honest job. Like at least they're working, man. Like. Yeah. But, you know, at the end of the day, like, when you're in school, you know, they're, they're always pushing for you to go way above. Oh, yeah. They, everybody wants to be doctors. Everybody wants to be lawyers. Everybody wants to be. Well, in reality, and, and people are honestly at this point in life just too nice to say it. Not everybody's smart enough to be a fucking lawyer. No. As, as straightforward as it could be. Not everybody's yeah. smart enough to be a fucking doctor. Like, but, who do, you know, and, and the one person that they shit on all the time is the janitor's. And the janitors are the ones who are making, you know, really pretty decent money. Or people who clean houses and stuff like that. Because all they're catering catering towards is people that can afford it. And if you can afford it... You're getting tips. Yeah, you're getting tips. But, but, you know, school janitors, like, I've seen where, you know, they're signing for, like, $55,000 a year to be a janitor. Which is... Holy in cow. most in most school districts, that's more than the damn teachers. Exactly. Well, and that's going to be raised up. I mean, just this year and next. I heard. Year, yeah, I heard they're going sixty-five. Like Which, yeah, you know, good for them. I couldn't do it for that. There's no way. Kids are just kids are a handful. They are, they are. Oh, and, yeah, and especially. Like, uh, so I have a friend that's a teacher, and he he said it stressed them through the roof. Like he ended up in the hospital. Because he was on, under so much stress, like no sleep. Oh well, yeah, you. These are so you may not be these kids' parents. Like I did teacher interning through high school. I I really thought that might have been a path that I was looking down. And uh, you know, you you have these, especially the younger kids, man. Like they're yeah. stupid. It's simple as it could, not not that they're all stupid. It's just they're they're seven, six, seven years old, and you have these thirty lives that. For eight hours a day, or seven hours a day, however long a day, five days a week, you know, nine months a year, those are your kids. You have to watch that. You're bait, like you said earlier. You're babysitting. So I mean, like, yeah, I think they probably need more money than they get. But, you know, yeah, the whole school system is just a baby daycare, a free daycare for you know working people. Um, Which 
so when you're when you're going through that 13 years you're like god this sucks this is horrible and you're right 13 years way too damn long you could probably go 10 6 to 7 yeah. years i i think really but I, I mean, but to, for the babysitting portion of it you could probably go to the kids 15 16 and everything is fine but my thing is okay so let's say you have it for 5 or 6 years without breaks how many how many kids would really i mean i'm not talking about elementary i'm talking about middle high school years you know, those kids would have been like, hell yeah, five years of school so I could go off to college. Because college, I mean, college is either two years or 20 years, depending on what your goal is. What your goal is. is. I yeah. mean, there's everybody has a goal. There's so, let's say you graduate. And, and now, you're, now you're 16 years old and you have a... Well, graduate, when you graduate, you're 18, aren't you? Right now, but yeah. I'm saying like in our scenario, let's say they go for seven years. They're now 12 uh, years old when they graduate high school. Which might, you know, for the babysitting thing, yeah, but, which is okay, honestly. But like, college, I mean, you're going to college and you have a dorm room the first, I mean, unless you're going or to let's say, community Or let's say you cut it down, to, you cut high school out of the picture. Yeah. Most kids are graduating now at 14 before, years old. Before, you know, the, the kids get really fucked up from all the oh, yeah, crazy uh, shit that goes on. Which, I mean, if they go to college, it's probably going to happen. But, yeah, but, but it's not going to be at the extent that it was. But now you're you're 14 years old and you're graduated, you got your degree. Although, you might have two years before you're, like, able to drive and all this. Well, now you're sending kids to a community college. Community colleges become more popular because they're still in the area. You're still more accessible. People then start to realize that you're getting the same education as you would be the first two years of your you're just paying a fraction of the price well now you graduate that at 16 and you have your car now you go to a big university you're now and you're you're already set up way further than most people are set up now where at because they're not willing after 18 they're not willing to go to college for two years so now you, you you have your associates at 16 years old you learn because when you get your associates i can be frank with it it's the same shit you learned through high school anyways yeah so you now condense that to two years you've made your community more profitable with the community college you know pop up a few more community college but it's basically required because what the hell else are you going to do yeah but you're paying what like so for me in specific or how much you pay a year for college uh the um, university? Yeah, how much would it be at, at a university without scholarships? Without no, scholarships. Just a semester. One semester. One semester? Uh, minus five grand. Five grand. Five grand? Five grand, yes. Only? Yeah, it's, it's, it's minus. So, I mean, that's not even that bad, but. Yeah. But comparatively, at a community college, I'm paying a, a one. I'm paying one. And you're not paying housing and any of that because you're still, you can still live at home because you're going to community college. Yeah. Well, now yeah. you saved a grand total of. 16 grand throughout those two years and you have your education you now have your license now you go to university if you want to do that but if you don't want to do that you already have your fucking associates so like you have a piece of paper you basically have to do it because you you can't drive yeah you're not you can't have a job so now you're basically forced into getting associates and now it makes more sense you know you have a lot your education system is getting bolstered whatever so I mean, you know, that's just a that's a thought process. So you can see it. You can agree with me. You don't have to, but I mean, that just right there, you 
you still get your nine years of education by 14 years old you could take care of yourself i mean yeah. simply put you could take care of yourself enough to not have to have your mommy and daddy home about that time period yeah but i think that it, you know like because you know at a younger age you have more want and aggression to get sh- you know get stuff done yeah um so you know you come out in the field you know 20 let's say 25 years old well now you get your masters and you're 20 years old in my in my scenario you get your yeah. six-year masters whatever you're 20 years old you're and you not even old enough to buy a drink but you can get a real job so yeah. i mean that right there education goes way up because you know our and if the united states education is horrible compared to around the world yeah uh, and i mean you know and on that spectrum dude you could be because it just gets easier as you get older as long as you stay as long as your job lets you advance from you know where you first start uh and you're smart as long as you're smart with your money and you you do smart things you're not stupid you're not trying to be or look like a rich person then you're good you know, you find deals and, you know, you go with it. But as long as there's, as long as you're able to advance with your company, you're not able to advance or there's just, you know, a stopping point and, you know, it's not a good salary, it's not something that you're comfortable with, then find a job that's out there that you can move up and be able to, you know, have a good life by the age of 30, have a house, have everything you want, and then that way you can start with your retirement process. You, you know, you can start really putting money in for your retirement. Because, like I said, if... I, I do completely agree that about 13 years is way too long. Because then, because, you know, you you're talking about... Yeah, out. oh yeah. like It's the same stuff. And then you get teachers that teach you the same stuff a different way. And... And let's be honest, a majority of the teachers at my school were coaches. They weren't trained to be, you know, a science teacher. Oh, yeah, no. Teacher, you know, so you, they're learning as you learn. So it's kind of like, what the hell am I yeah. learning? Yeah, but then, but you look at it, you, know, you can look at it many different ways, but you can also look at it as, all right, well, now I have my bachelor's degree and I'm 18 years old. And I was kind of forced into it, but... I'm set up to be a lot more successful because I actually learned the shit that I want to do with my life. Yeah. And then you still have your people that don't want to go through college. So, you know, there's... But, I mean, you basically have to. You basically are forced to get your associates. And that's their choice, man. You're going through the same shit. Now you you have your associates and you either want to or you're burnt out like we're talking about. You're like, you go into the work field, but you're more qualified to do whatever. Anything. Anything you have yeah. been associates, you are more qualified than somebody straight out of high school or, right you know, now. You know what? And even if they were to take high school and make it where you get your basics out of the way, like it's, it, you know, you have to get your basics out of. That saves you two years right there. Yeah, yeah. and like that that puts you that on a two up so much. That puts you on a two year less scale of what I'm on, but it still puts you. It still sets you up for a more successful yeah. life. Yes. And that's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm not saying that college should be free by no means because the people that are going to go to college. Well, the thing is, is that the reason the reason that a college professor is paid more is because 
it's not state it's not as state provided it's you're making money through your you know colleges are very 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 financially stable yeah like they they got their money so you can pay your professors and when you're paying your your professors and stuff obviously they're going to be they're going to know what they're doing. They're yeah, going to know what it's they're not going to be a coach that yeah. teaches basketball. So, and so they're more quali- they're more qualified for what they're AP doing. AP math class on the side, like come on, yeah. dude. <laughs> so then like, what the, I'm not, you know, I, and that's the one thing I'm just like, what the hell's going on? And then you have less people like on that burnout stage where, you know, all the all these statistics are just like blowing it through the roof now. I, everybody gets their college degree. Everybody, you know, we have a sixty percent college graduation rate rather than a what what are we at like 10 percent right now yeah i think so i think so so i mean i don't i don't know it's all about how you look at it yeah correct so you you don't have your college degree no did you go to college uh i was going to yes and then uh technically at that time it was the cost of the college it was gonna cost but me you like took time that. off. See, because what happened? What I find a lot is I did, that I did not take time off. What? Uh, what oh, I see. from from school? Yes. Yeah. So, uh, I want to. I was full time. Yeah, because I was full time, and um, yeah, I want to say it was, it was only like six months, six or seven months from when I graduated, and then I I wanted to. You know, University, um, no, I, I didn't go up to university. I'm sorry. Uh, it was actually uh, Phoenix. Oh, well, yeah, because I okay. wanted to do it all online. It was a new thing. But then they told me it was going to be like forty thousand dollars, and I was like, "What the hell?" I don't even remember what it was for. I want to say it was like business or something. Um, something you know, something that everybody pretty much gets. Um, and then I went to TCC. They had me do the testing, and I came out, and they were like, "Okay, so you can go to your, you know, basics or whatever." And I just didn't feel like I wanted to pay just to do, you know, basics or whatever. What I what I see a lot is people get out of high school, they they're done with school, like they don't want, they don't want to be in anymore. And so what they'll do is they'll take a semester off, you know. Like yeah. I took a semester off, y'all, y'all were aware of that. I took a semester off, but I I knew what I want to do, so I'm dedicated to it, and I'm gonna get through it. And so I went back. But what a lot of people do is they're they're in the work field and they start seeing opportunities in said work field that they're already in, whether it be at a fast food joint, a gas station, whatever, and they start moving up through there, and they just go with that, and that's where you get your you know, like obviously, without higher management, it's not possible for these places to run. So I mean, yeah. that's where you get these kind of people. But like, what I'm saying is that you know, the time off. There's opportunities. People, yeah, everywhere. there's opportunities everywhere without a college degree. It's just, you know, if you're somebody like me, and and you know what you want to do, obviously, you know what you need, and you're gonna you're gonna go through that to get there. And then you have people that don't know what they're gonna do. And uh, they go, they end up finding it out through not going to college, like so. Well, and that's kind of where it was with me because you know, schooling they didn't really give you any kind of outlook 
of you know jobs. Yeah. I mean, they had career day, but the people who are willing to come up there, I mean, obviously were terrible at their job. First of all, because they were able to get off that day, and I mean that in the most respect too. But secondly, like none of those jobs I wanted, you know, I wanted to do. They were all kind of just not for me and I didn't see any opportunity and then third you know I didn't have the attention you know scale to even pay attention half the time so you know it just didn't apply to me at all so yeah that's why I didn't pursue it I saw opportunity in this company that I'm with and I think I'm doing okay see that right there you see that scroll down just a little bit yeah yeah, you see that? NBA World React. No, right next to it. You see that shit? Yeah. Watch that this morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I think I this could be a good place to end off the first pod. Which yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all like it? Yeah. Yeah. We flowed a lot better today. I think we can all agree on that. Yeah, I think we did too. I'm we really went in on it, man. Yeah, we did. I think we did good though. We're gonna we're I gonna hit an outro with the with the. <laughs> it's just the most Eddie sound that he could have found on that soundboard. <laughs> uh, but yeah, what about Friday right there? <laughs> stop it! Stop it! We're gonna get we're gonna get copyrighted. We're gonna get copyrighted. Stop it! Stop it! There you go. But no, you, you see Friday, and you're like, oh, from Friday, but then it turns out to be a song. I, I, well, I knew for a fact that's what it was. I, just like, I, thought, I thought it was something different. <laughs> but This isn't the best soundboard, though, for sure. What about no? Is it the, is it the guy screaming no? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what I figured it was. Like I said, this is all our opinions. Uh, you know, if you take it as you want, yeah, take it as you want. But uh, you know, there'll be more along the lines. And if you have something to say, hey, leave it on our, leave it on a page that we have, uh, hopefully available in the next episode or so, so you can leave some fan mail for us and see where how you feel about any of the stuff that we talked about. And we'll be back every Thursday. Alright, this is Eddie and I'm out. Let's go. Let's go. Everybody's got their own outros already? Let's go.